All right, welcome to the very first Anything at All podcast. This will be my little intro to our episode. A little introduction, here we go. Um, it's very odd for me to talk without a co-host because I, I always feel like I'm just talking to myself. There's no feedback. There's no response. There's no anything. Just dead air. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm going to run down a couple of things what we go through, what we run through on this episode. So there's a reason why we call it anything at all. It's because it's a podcast based on anything at all. Um, I like to have random conversations. My co-host Trinity loves to have random conversations and together we talk about a lot of random shit in a conversation. So we thought, hey, why don't we just put this down on a podcast and see if anyone out there is interested in our random anything at all conversations. So uh, let's get started. I don't want to make this too long. So I'll try to wrap it up within like a five minute introduction thing. If I can make it shorter than that, then that'd be perfect. But sometimes I can rant more than I'd like. So here we go, everybody. In this episode, we will be listening to about 22 minutes in about, okay, that sounded weird, but that's fine. I'm going to keep going with it. The first 22 minutes is going to be about a woman who kills her boyfriend on meth during sex. Uh, her name was Taylor Shabizness. Well, I'm not sure if we're pronouncing her last name right, but we went with it anyway because Shabizness sounded fitting. All right. So if anybody out there would like to correct this on how we're pronouncing her last name, that that's fine. You know, leave it in the comment section or whatnot. But uh, we're going to get about give you guys about 22 minutes on our take on that, reading some um, Google quotes and information on what had happened in this case because we found it kind of interesting uh me personally i got my stomach a little twisted on that one so that's that and then we move on for about three minutes on uh trinity getting invaded by a wasp because a wasp flew into her apartment without invitation so there's that and then we'll also have a conversation about inflation and uh how does it work exactly That'll be going on for about eight minutes. So I'm giving you the times, the run times, so that way if you're not interested in these topics but you want to hear other stuff because you like the flow of our what we're doing here, you go ahead and you skip ahead. But uh, the inflation topic is going to be about eight minutes there. Um, I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to these things, so I wanted to bring it up so we can discuss it because we've talked about it on the side and we thought it would be interesting. That way, if you guys have any comments, you go ahead and you leave it in there. And that's perfect. So moving on, uh, that'll give us like, you know, more information about that for us dumbasses that don't know much about inflation. So yeah, moving on. Uh, after that, we'll be talking about Planet Nibiru. And if you find that very interesting, I say go ahead and listen in because uh, Trinity becomes enlightened, let me tell you. Um, for that, we run about 11 minutes on that discussion. Um, if you're not interested, there you go. You have 11 minutes. Skip forward. But uh, I personally find it interesting, and I'm glad that she um, looked into it and whatnot. So 
that's that. And then uh, we run into some random questions and answers. It's a little segment we're doing. I don't know if we're going to re, you know, do it on a uh, regular basis, but if you'd like to hear it on a regular basis, go ahead and let us know and we'll do that. We'll, we'll do that just for you. So that's that. And that runs about for 21 minutes. And then we have important values in our lives. Um, I think that's what it was, but somewhere around those lines, that's going to run for 35 minutes. Um, I don't know if you'll find it interesting, boring or whatever, but there you have it. 35 minutes of that. Then we're going to have coffee with any historian who would it be. And that's going to run for about 13 minutes. And that's going to kill the last 13 minutes of our show. And our outro is going to run about three minutes. I don't know if I needed to state that, but I stated it anyway. So there you have it, everybody. Everybody, everybody. There you go. So that's the intro. And I hope you enjoy the show. Strap in tight because it's going to get a little crazy. This woman allegedly, allegedly decapitated lover while high during sex hid body parts wait allegedly i thought she i thought she did it i mean that's what i thought too have you seen the picture of her no i haven't maybe you should (laughs) she looks like a scene chick (laughs) no way she's got like a thick neck too like Either she has a small head or a thick neck. Wait, where do you find the picture of her? Uh, I don't know. I just kind of like went on the internet, typed in a woman killed boyfriend during sex or something like that. Oh, Taylor, what the fuck is her last name? Shnap, (laughs) (laughs) Taylor, (laughs) Shabizness. Shabi- Damn, is that really her last name? None of your business, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if she replied to the cop <laughs> when he was like, "So, um, how did how did how did this come about?" <laughs> it's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just a horrible joke, but hey, it makes me laugh. Oh, she does look like a scene chick. She look. She looks like a. She looks like a scene chick that phased out of being seen, but is still kind of seen. Like, <laughs> like me. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> like it just can't come off. Like it just doesn't wear off. You know, it's just it's stuck just, for life. It, it's part of her. <laughs> yeah. On Tuesday, she business. <laughs> I can't believe that's her fucking last name. <laughs> Made her first appearance in Brown County Court. Via video conference on charges of first degree intentional homicide, mutilate, mutilating a corpse, and third degree sexual assault. The fuck? Yeah, so she's, she's a nasty woman. <laughs> Prosecutor said the sexual assault charge is for acts that took place after the man was dead. It's disgusting. I mean, because nothing really happened while he was alive except for some choking and some sex. Sex and choking. Oh. Wait, so how did she kill him? Like, she choked him to death? Yeah, like, that's what I wanted to get into. Like, oh, wait, there's other pictures of her, and she does not look seen at all. She looks like a, like, I'm going to say it. You all can hate me if you want, but she looks like a little typical Hispanic girl. Maybe a Hispanic Asian girl. Asian Hispanic. She looks like a chola. Yeah, kind of. Okay, so I guess what I'm on is New York Post. 
That was the first okay. thing I could find it on. I'm on Fox 11. It says she's on. Uh, she's being held on a two million cash bond. Jesus. Yeah, I, I read that. That's. I hope they don't have that money. Or else there's gonna be a second victim. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets let out and she does it again. Cause she seems like nonchalant about it too. Like. From what I read, yeah. I, this is not the same article I read. Well, I mean, it wasn't really... Mu- Dude, yeah, she's Chola for sure. Like, she's got this one picture over here with, um, like, a button-up and a t-shirt. No! And only the top button is buttoned. <laughs> and she's got, like... Dude, and she's got loops through her through her holes. <laughs> I was going to say loops through her hoops. <laughs> but, I get, dude. I, yeah, I guess. Thanks for the correction. I don't know my earring shit. Okay, she, so she has gauges. I know that, but she has like those hoops are in the gauges. Oh, I see. So she's like, I'm hardcore, but I'm also. I should try that. I've always wanted to wear like hoop earrings, but my ears are stretched. I should do that. I'm also cholita, like... <laughs> a little bit cholita. <laughs> you don't. You wait. You said you're gonna try that. I mean, you do you, but I don't think it's a good look. <laughs> Just in general. Uh, Taylor Shabiznis is accused of choking the man to death during sex and then allegedly used a bread knife to dismember his body. Which is insane. (laughs) Wow. She also said she planned on taking all the body parts with her, but got lazy and only ended up putting the leg slash foot in the van... And she forgot the head. Like, how do you? Hold on, how do you fucking? Okay, hold on. (laughs) She got lazy and only ended up putting the leg slash foot in the van, and she forgot the head, according to the complaint. It's because she used a fucking bread knife. She was tired. Jesus, I don't even want to ask how you know that, but I figure any knife would make you tired, but you're like, well, if it was a butcher knife, she'd be less tired. She would have been hacking and slashing, but, uh, the hash slinging slasher. Jesus. Yeah. Let's give her a name when we're done with this. We'll give her a fucking proper name for this, but I mean, all respect to the victim and his, uh, family and loved ones. Oh yeah, for but... sure. We're just trying to have some fun here, turn a negative to a positive. Because I, I don't know, I came across this and I was like, what? I felt kind of sick to my stomach reading the whole thing because, I mean, one, it was like they were having sex and like the guy was enjoying it, right? And then maybe two, because they were on meth. So I don't know what that's like, but apparently it's, it's a thing. So it must be good. So there was choking and there was drugs involved. So that had to be good. And then all of a sudden... The drugs sound fine and everything, but I think the choice of drugs was a little... (laughs) Excessive, right? You could have just been smoking weed, you could have had alcohol, maybe some shrooms, who knows? (laughs) Anything else. Yeah, anything less sketchy. But uh, I think at the point where the guy passed out is where it went too far. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, how dare you pass out on me? (laughs) Jesus, I know, like, what was running through her head? She said, okay, so business, I don't think we're saying that right. 
Shabbiness. I don't know, but I, I like it. Shabbiness. Shabbiness. <laughs> it's probably Shabbiness. I don't fucking. <laughs> I have no idea. Shabbiness. Sh- this is. I'm reading this on Fox 11, by the way. So Shabbiness made the comment that at one point she did get paranoid and lazy, and that she thought it was dope that was making her paranoid. Yeah, probably. It was probably the dope. <laughs> She thought it was dope that was making her paranoid. <laughs> like, now we're talking about weed, so she was on weed, too? <laughs> she was on that marijuana. <laughs> that little Mary Jane. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. The good old Mary Jane. Oh, she's a, she, uh, this says, accused murderer requests comp- competent. Oh my god, competence How the fuck do you say this word? <laughs> Sound it Compen- out. Competence. No, I can't. Com- <laughs> I can't talk right now. <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll come back to it. <laughs> when you get your shit together. <laughs> okay, skipping that word, she wants like a evaluation. She's like trying to plead insanity. Huh. Or it says, oh, Long Crime obtained a copy of the filing which asked the court to order business to undergo an outpatient examination to determine whether she's comp- competent to proceed. Yeah, so like, if she's in the right mind to even... She is, she's not on drugs anymore, so... <laughs> huh, they're like... Ah, she still seems kind of out of it. What do you guys think? Should we, uh... Should we proceed another day? (laughs) Yeah, there's this other one right here that says, uh, yeah, like, she... What's her first name? Taylor? Yeah, Taylor. Let's just fucking say Taylor. Okay, so Taylor appeared calm. Unless we want to keep saying she business. (laughs) Whether it's wrong or right. (laughs) We'll just say business. So business appeared <laughs> calm and said very little during her court appearance Tuesday, only acknowledging she has the right to legal counsel. The outlet reported. Uh, okay, I thought that was going to be more interesting, but I guess not. This says, business also allegedly responded to a question about her choking the victim to death with a chain by stating, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, this woman is sick. if you didn't, wouldn't you stop? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> the woman. His legs were located in a crockpot box behind the driver's seat of the vehicle she business had been driving. Yeah, I heard about that. I mean, the I, rest of I the read. Body was, yeah, the rest of the body was placed in various bags she found in the basement. Jesus. Hmm. Where's the part where the mom found the head, though? Like, I I think we keep reading, because I was going to say, that was, like, the saddest part about this whole story. Uh, the woman had recently been put on probation and was supposed to... Sorry, I'm coming in my mouth. Oh, shit. Uh, hold on. Uh, burp coming up. Uh, okay, maybe not. And was supposed to be wearing an, an, an electronic monitoring bracelet, but apparently managed to remove it. Wow. Oh, so she was supposed to have that monitoring her because of her probation. 
So this pi- <coughs> Oh, so she my was language. already on probation? Yeah, like, this girl already had some issues. She wasn't just somebody who did meth, you know, and, like, for the first time while having sex and just snapped. Like, she probably had a history of doing some weird shit. Mm. Maybe not weird, but, you know, crimi- Wait, criminal I'm- stuff. Yeah, this part says the married mother of one remains behind bars. They're obviously talking about Taylor. I thought this was her boyfriend, though. So was she, like, was, was like her side guy, or? Oh. Or maybe they just weren't married. But it says the married mother. So she's, like, a mom. Oh. And she's married. Jesus. Poor kid. Whoa. Whoa. <clears throat> Whoa. We're going to have to crack this case down. I think there's a case within a case. <laughs> the reason of her probation was unclear. What the fuck? There just would be like a record of why she was on probation. What yeah. does that mean? I think they just didn't want to give it out for some reason. Oh. I don't know why. We'll, we'll, we'll give her some privacy. Taylor <laughs> Taylor said she, she had... It? Wait, what? <laughs> does she deserve it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not a judge. <laughs> So Shabusiness says she had blacked out at one point, then went crazy and began choking her partner. So like what, she just blacked out and then got possessed in that second? I feel like meth kind of does that to you though. <laughs> like any story that I've read about somebody doing meth, they've like blacked out and did some crazy shit. So what if that's what, like meth was more than what it appeared to be. Like it's not just a drug. It's like a, it's like an opening for the spiritual world to fucking just like take over your body. Like, well, sure. obviously not angels, because I don't think an angel would do this. <laughs> but like, you know, to the demonic world where you're just like, you do it and then you black out and then a demon seeps its way in and just Jesus. takes havoc of your body. Like, yeah. I just feel like meth maybe isn't that type of drug to do that. Like, if, if we were talking about, like, psychedelics, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. Like, that probably brings yeah, you a little bit Yeah, or, like, maybe some ecstasy or something. Like, I just want to start with the massage, you know, like, and see yeah. what happens. Like, I'm sure you're not going to pass out and want to kill them. <laughs> you're probably, the last thing on your thought is probably going to be that, like, you, you're going to be feeling so good in, in such ecstasy. You're going to want to fuck. Yeah. Minus <laughs> the choking. Yeah. you never know man people got their things but definitely not blacking out and then being possessed to kill somebody (laughs) definitely minus the part where you cut up a body with a bread knife (laughs) yeah yeah for some reason i keep wanting to say a butter knife but yeah I, i associate butter and bread together I think if she used a butter knife, she would have never got, <laughs> she, like, around to kill She definitely him. would have been out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made more sense. She probably she would have blacked out late. twice. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> she would have just, like, knocked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let me see. One of the most <clears throat> serious offenses we've had in this county in some time. In some time. Uh, when did this even happen? This happened like a couple days ago, right? Yeah, it was like the beginning of March somewhere. I mean, we're like in the middle, but I think maybe the first week. Because this no. article was either the end of February or the beginning. Because this article right here was written 
on the 2nd of March. This says, uh, police, this, there's like a picture in the caption below. It says, police tape the house in the 800 block of Stony Brook Lane after a 24-year-old man was found dead in the early morning on February 23rd in Green Bay. Like I said, mm-hmm. the end of February, beginning of March. Oh, yeah, there's only 28 days in February. I always forget about that. Yeah. I mean, even if it wasn't 28, let's say 30th, 31st, you know. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Concerns to go to the violent nature and grave nature of the thing. Poor commissioner set a two million dollar cash bond during hearing the second. Oh, they have an online fundraiser to help the family with housing arrangements, transportation, and funeral expenses. <clears throat> it's on GoFundMe. Um, they've raised, when this article was published, 77000 Sorry, 7700 Their goal is 20000 So, they're like, almost, almost there. <laughs> Uh, what's that for? Uh, the GoFundMe, I guess, for the guy's family and stuff. And oh, like, okay, okay. So they can help, like, bury him. Yeah. So if anybody is interested in donating. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it on GoFundMe. Right? That's what you said? Yeah, okay. GoFundMe, yeah. Okay. Um... Oh, okay. She has a previous criminal record, including a recent conviction for fleeing, eluding, and obstructing a police officer. She had been sentenced for to three months in jail on January 4th with work-release privileges. So mm. work-release pri- privileges are like you go to work, but then you go back, right? Um, probably, yeah. That's what that sounds like. Like you have to... S- Stay at the jail when you're not working. Uh, work release. I I would look that up. I'm not too sure. Imprisoned, world and dismembered over during drug fuel sex session. <laughs> the way they say it, dismembered her lover during a drug fueled left. God damn it, drug fueled sex session. <laughs> Dumping his head and penis. In a bucket. And his legs. Yeah, and his legs in a crock pot. <laughs> That's how you know they're not lying when they said she was on meth. Yeah. Oh, okay, so work release. In prison systems, work release programs allow a prisoner who is su- sufficiently trusted or can be sufficiently monitored to go outside the prison and work at a place of employment, returning to prison when their shift is complete. Okay, yeah, so. Wow. Was that what she was on? Yeah, that's what she was on before she decided to slice and dice this dude. So she was like, oh, I'm just going to leave work early. Yeah, like, how did that... Oh, because she cut off her ankle monitor. Damn. So... She just left it at work? (laughs) She put it in in the bathroom at work? 12-hour shift or what? Damn, she's been in the bathroom for a minute, guys. (laughs) 
They call her the brunette seductress. In this little quote. The brunette seductress. Seductress. (laughs) Taylor (laughs) Shabiznes. I can't even. I don't even know if that's right. Then allegedly told police they were going to have fun trying to find all of the organs. Jeez. lady's pretty wacko i uh, i hate when they name people like like people that have killed people like the golden state killer or like you know things like that like they don't need a name you're just like glorifying them a little bit too much yeah i think they found one for her though the brunette seductress yeah but like (laughs) (laughs) i know what you mean though i know what you mean like the bay harbor butcher the Bay Harbor Butcher? Yeah, you never seen... Oh, yeah, you ha- you never seen Dexter. No. <laughs> yeah, because he was... He would throw all of his bodies, like his victims, in the ocean by the um, harbor. Like, underneath. Oh. So, when the FBI ended up investigating, they found, like, a shit ton of bags underneath that were all the victims that he killed. And then they end up later on identifying them and finding out that these people were all, like, criminal. Like... Not, like, official criminals, but they had, like, issues and shit, I believe. Because, you know, Dexter never really killed innocent people. He only killed people that were, like, getting away with shit. Oh. Oh, so Dexter was the Bay Harbor. Yes, Butcher. Oh, I see. Yeah. It was when his dark passenger would take over. Dun, dun. Jeez, man. How do we recover from this conversation? Um, yeah, good question. <laughs> I feel like I, I had so much to talk about before this, and then I just dived into this, and now I'm like, man, everything else sounds so less interesting. We were on a roll. I'm still, like, sitting in my living room, like, freaked out that the wasp is going to, like, crawl onto me or something. Because before, <laughs> before we started recording, there was, like, a wasp in my apartment, and I was like... yeah you were pretty much how i was when i find a spider in my room or something it was scary because the thing is like wasps don't die there's no there's no reason for them to be a thing i get it bees are like pollinators i don't think wasps even do that wasps are just angry little shitheads flying around Like, and they're, they're terrifying. They're so scary. They can sting you, like, so many times. Like, are, are wasps pollinators? Uh, uh, oh. I don't know. All right, I take it back. This says wasps are very important pollinators. <laughs> Fine. The question below it, you know how, like, there's, like, when you look up something on Google and, like, you scroll down and it says people also ask and there's, like, all those questions? Yeah. <laughs> One says, are wasps good for anything? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I would assume they were pollinators, but, um. Well, like, what if they just... I don't know. They look like bees, but they don't fucking act like bees. Then they're just pointless to have around. They're just flying around freaking people out. 
Yeah. I remember, like, growing up, I would ride my bike, like, around my neighborhood with my little friends, you know? And in the grass, there would always be wasps, and I would have to, like, ride my bike so fast through the grass so I wouldn't get stung. It was terrifying. (laughs) I think that's where my fear (laughs) stems from. (laughs) I'm like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had a big fear of bees. I still kind of do. Yeah. For, like, as someone who's never been stung by a bee... They're pretty fucking scary, and nah, I don't like them. <laughs> Here's one yeah, thing I had written down, because it's something okay. that's kind of been on my mind for a while, and I might sound like a dumbass talking about it or bringing it up, but uh, inflation. Inflation. Mm. What about inflation? How does it work? Because I feel like at my age, I should already know. (laughs) That's a good question. I don't really know how inflation works either. All I know is, like, inflation is constantly fucking us Californians over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's why I bring it up. Because I've had conversations, like anybody, right? That... Okay, so within these conversations, I'm discussing, well, let's see. They say that inflation happens when you raise minimum wage or whatnot, right? Yeah. And, like, of course, not federal because that's always going to stay at fucking $7 or some weird-ass shit. For whatever reason. <laughs> like, anybody can make a living with that. You'd have to have, like, four jobs. Not even that. Um, you'd have four to have jobs, four jobs in a... Three hours a week. Yeah. Four jobs, that, and also an OnlyFans page. But, (laughs) so, they say you raise the wages, right? And then, they'll have to raise the prices on things. And then we get inflation. Like, okay, but exactly how? Because I may just sound dumb, like I said, okay? But, to me, it, prices already, like, they already go up on things whether you raise the minimum wage or not. Okay, yeah, they did just recently. And yeah, sure, we're seeing prices raise, right? But let's go back further. Before they raised it to, like, what, $15? Or what was it that they were doing? Something like that, right? Yeah, they raised it to 15 Okay, well, so... in LA, anyway. Right, I think right. elsewhere, so lower. Okay, so we'll just stick with that. And beforehand, things were already raising up you know, um, on prices of food and things like that. Nothing ever stayed the same. Right. Thing like food, clothing, whatever. I don't know, whatever. I just noticed that prices on things have always been fluctuating. They they move up. They never go down. All right. But only just recently we we ra- we raised the wages to fifteen dollars an hour. And now we're seeing. I don't want to say inflation, but we're seeing different shit going on in our economy. We have the pandemic to consider as well, right? But see, this is why I feel like this is a weird topic to talk about because now we're living in a post-pandemic world and it's kind of pointless to talk about this shit because everything that happened in 2020 kind of fucked us over a little bit. 
Yeah, I think like the fact that we're getting out of like a pandemic and then also with like everything happening in Ukraine and stuff like the the two mixing is just kind of really fucking us good right now (laughs) and I think it's yeah it's kind of okay so like I looked up what inflation means it says in economics inflation refers to a general progressive increase in prices of goods and services in an economy When the general price level rises, each unit of currency buys fewer goods and services. Consequently, inflation corresponds to a reduction in the purchasing power of money. Uh, So, it's just like, I guess, basically, like, the value of currency decreases more, I guess, if that... Oh, here. What causes inflation? Cause push inflation. When production costs rises and the producers pass the increase on to consumers. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. So, like, during the pandemic, um, one of my old coworkers, she and her husband bought a home. And it was, like, a new build. So they were, like, they bought it before it, was, before it started being built, right? right? So they would go visit it you know, like, periodically to see, like, the progress of the house, see how it was going. Um, and she was telling me, like, oh, they had to they had to stop uh, production or whatever the fuck. They had to stop building our house for a minute because the price of lumber got so high. And this was, like, in 2020. Um, so it was, like, they couldn't they couldn't buy the lumber to build the houses because of the price increase. Right. So like, yeah, that was inflation. Right. Okay. But like what caused it? I don't really know. Cause like that was such a random thing. I think, I, I think what caused it was like the demand, right? Because there were so many people like buying lumber. So like the price increased, like, like, think about, like, back in the day, like, when you would buy Converse and they were, like, 40 bucks. People wore Converse and Converse were, like, the in thing. Yeah. But nowadays, Converse are, like, so popular. Like, everybody has at least a pair or two. And now they're, like, $90. So is it, like, the more popular an item gets or service gets, like, the higher the price is? Is that how it works? <laughs> hmm. Good questions. Great question. I like tried answering my question, but I only <laughs> I only asked more questions. Oh, yeah. See, that's why I have a hard time following. You know, it's just like uh, sometimes it makes sense, but other times I just I get lost in it because I'm like, how do people blame? raising the wages when prices have always gone up no matter what throughout time you know like when people used to say oh i used to buy a burger and fries and a drink for 25 cents like i can't fucking buy anything like that for like not even a goddamn dollar like it it cost me 25 cents it cost me eight (laughs) dollars nearly fucking nine dollars like okay so when i was in high school i remember it in and out Double double combo, which is the number one, 
that sh okay that cost five dollars and five cents and now i feel like those people who used to say i used to buy a burger and fries and a drink for about a buck 50 like you know <laughs> or whatever you know what i mean like i i seriously feel like that because look at what that that price was compared to what it is now i mean that's how i am like the other day when we were talking about gas i was like yeah when i first started driving gas was like 320 and it's fucking five ninety nine now, so I'm like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man, you really don't know what you have until that shit's gone. Yeah, like I don't even want to go outside and fill up my tank. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. Yeah, the story of everyone's life right now. Serious. Eesh. Eesh. Oh Where are we running at right now? I think we're running at 32 <laughs> minutes. Wow, that's a lot. Really? Longer and faster than I expected. And we haven't even really dipped into whatever we were supposed to talk about. I know. Which was what? Um, oh, planning a buru. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, I sent you the pictures. Okay. Don't. Don't judge them too harshly, because I will cry. Mm-hmm. They're just doodles. I'm, like, trying to justify it. You haven't even looked at it yet. I'm like, I know they suck. I know. <laughs> How about you inform whatever listeners we have about this planet Nibiru? Okay. Um, so, <laughs> last night, I watched an entire episode of Ancient Aliens, even though I'm terrified of aliens. And I have, like, this entire page. It's just one little page, actually. I thought it was a lot of notes, and it's not. Um, so basically, like, I don't know. You guys probably don't know about Sumerians, but Sumerians were, like... Or they do. The, the, they do? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. Let's not assume they, that they, they don't. We might have some ancient alien fans come on, on in listening. Ooh. Or Chariots of the Gods fans anyway carry on so sumerians are like non-somatic people of like ancient babylonia right so like they're basically like the first civilization like 6000 bc like old ass people right and so like first civilization they have like a hierarchy they have like uh like systems like money currency systems they've got like all the stuff that we have nowadays they had back then obviously like less uh, less evolved because ancient times but like everybody always wonders like how did they get those things like how did they come up with those ideas they were the first civilization so it's kind of interesting to see like how how similar they how how their civilization is to ours, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, a lot of theories are that aliens gave them the knowledge because they have like these Sumerian gods, and the god like their texts are always saying like. They came from the skies. They gave us this knowledge. They did this for us. They gave us that. 
and it sounds a lot like aliens came to Earth and, you know, <laughs> did a little genetic engineering, <laughs> and then, boom, civilization. Um, of humanity yeah. as we know it. What? As humanity as we know it. Yeah, and it's, like, really interesting. It was kind of creeping me out, like, listening to all that last night. Um, so, their gods are called Anunnaki. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Anunnaki? Well, that's what they're, like, that's what the aliens, quote-unquote aliens, were. Yeah. And supposedly, like, they... They came and deliberately changed our DNA to give us knowledge. And the thing was, like, they came to Earth because they destroyed their atmosphere, so they came to mine gold from Earth. Um, but when they came, they realized how tedious it was, how much hard work it was. So they were like, ah, let's just create a bunch of slaves. And that's how we came about. <laughs> so basically, we were like alien slaves for them. And after they got what they wanted, I guess they left. And um, I don't know. I just think it's like kind of interesting. Okay, wait, 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 wait. let's stop right there. Okay. Because why, why I think that makes sense, all right? So for you listeners, I have been in into this for a long time. Like, I don't know how long. What what, what do I call you? Just by your what first do you name? Do I do I call sure. you by your first name? Your last name? I don't know if you're. Don't don't call sensitive. me by my last name. You're sensitive. Everybody's to gonna make fun of me. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it. No, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so unlike Trinity here, I have been into this for a while, right? But. As life happens, you know, you get busy and you step away from it and do other things. But I think for Trinity, she was just becoming aware of all this stuff last night, correct? Literally last night. Yeah, yeah. okay. So what I found interesting, though, from what she just said, right, like they created us to be their slaves and whatnot, is if that was to be true, think about our history. Right? We, we even, like, fight about this shit today slavery right mm. because we've always had slavery happen in human history people have always been slaves in some form or another like even today uh, i've talked to a lot of people about this like employment is another form of slavery why because do you really want to do it or are you doing it because you have to you know, some people may argue because some people do what they really love doing and they get paid for, which is a plus. But a majority of people, like the common man, they have to get their bills paid or else what? They get evicted. They lose the car. They'll starve. You know, baby doesn't have pampers. The baby doesn't have food. Can't hold down or sustain a relationship. You know, like you, you we're all tied down to these obligations. Not saying that. A relationship is a bad thing or a baby is a bad thing or anything like that but what i mean is you you have to go to a job to maintain a lifestyle right whether it be a husband or a boyfriend or a single dude right like 
a single dude who's got to pay for his apartment, pay for his house, mortgage, you know, car, car insurance, phone, phone bill, because you can't, you can't do anything without a phone. If you want a job, you're going to have to have a phone or a computer, right? But then that's going to take internet, you know, so we're always slaving for these things. And that's what I mean by employment is another form of slavery. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Like that that's that's why like I've always hated working for like corporations. Like, okay, I used to work for Starbucks. Like I hated that. I hated working for such a big corporation. Like it sucked. You know what I mean? Like I know I know exactly what you mean. I never worked for little, Starbucks, but I've had my fair share. And like all the hard work in the world. Like <laughs> It was terrible. And then at the end of the day, like, you were still unable to do the things that you wanted to do. Either you just didn't have the funds for it, or it was like, oh, I'm stuck at work. I can't. Uh, Don't mind that. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah, I I agree. Like, I want to run to the middle of nowhere and just live my life. People that live off grid, I think it's, they're so interesting. How? I mean, I kind of partially agree with you, but how do you think? Okay, one time I saw this YouTube video, and it was of this couple living in the middle of the fucking jungle. I don't know. I can't remember where. I think Costa Rica or something. And the guy had, like, he made this machine where he, like, he converted, like, coconut rinds or, like, coconut shells or something into energy like he put it all in like a tub with some sort of liquid I don't know if it was like vinegar or just water or something and like it it like made like a steam or something and like pushed it out somehow and like that was how they powered all the stuff in their house and it was like the coolest thing ever and it was like him and his wife and then like a little bit a ways away there was like a bunch of other people, like, living the same way, and they didn't have to go to the store, they didn't have to go to a job, their job was to maintain their homes, to create sustainable ways to live, to make sure that they had, like, food and stuff, and I think that's so awesome, like, imagine just spending your day, like, foraging, or, like, creating new ways to live cleaner like that's pretty awesome instead of like dreading your life having to go to this job yeah and then coming home and like mindlessly watching tv like (laughs) (laughs) i just think that's so awesome and like i don't know man like i i i would be the type of person to be like yeah let's let's go to fucking the middle of peru and live like that like that's so cool that was very specific (laughs) (laughs) it was (laughs) i don't know for me it's not like in a country specific like that it's more like out in the open you know woods type thing yeah we're just like a place with a lot of land yeah i've never really i mean Growing up, I probably was like a city kid, suburban kid or whatnot, but after being exposed to the mountains and stuff, um, I've learned to be more, uh, I don't know how, basically like just 
more of a country folk, you know, like, I don't want to say that because then you get that mixed up with listening to country and stuff. Nothing wrong with that, but you'll never catch me just chilling back listening to country. <laughs> just like, I think what you mean to say is like you become more grounded, like yeah, like more of the great outdoors, you know, like campfires yeah. and shit like that, and smelling that air out in the open not like fucking car fumes and shit from the freeway or the street and busy roads yeah Yeah. i feel the same way i'm i'm totally sick and tired of all this especially like moving to like a bigger city that i'm used to i cannot stand it i'm so tired of it (laughs) it's only been like six months and i'm already over it (laughs) (laughs) yeah well guess what you got plenty more of that (laughs) (laughs) alright so it is time for random questions and answers oh shoot alright here we go if you could go back to your childhood what advice would you like to have from your adult self oh my god Um, can, can you answer that first? I don't even know. Like, save your virginity. Don't give it up. Don't ever give it up. Even if you're like 35 years old, don't give that shit up. (laughs) I don't know if that's, I think that applies to me too. That's a good one. I don't know if that's my real answer, but (laughs) that was the first thing that came to mind. Save all your money. Save all of it. Don't buy shit. Just save all your fucking money. Like, none of the action figures, none of the extra clothes, the extra shoes. Fuck the styles. Fuck the fads, whatever. Like, just save it all. Save it all. Stop creating bad habits. I'm gonna come back from the future every fucking time and slap you in the face if I find out you had a bad habit that I did. Jesus. Oh, man. I think a good one would be, uh, don't be so afraid to follow your dreams. Like, just, just go for it. Mm. Don't be afraid, just go for it. And what if you came back to check up on them and they were just broke and depressed? What? I'm just just throwing it out there. (laughs) No, because that doesn't happen to everybody. That's not fair. I mean, that's a piece of good, that's a piece of good advice right there. You know, a little encouragement, a little positivity. Of course, yeah, assuming you like... came from a future where you had success. Oh, yeah. By following your dreams. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, stick to tattooing and your art. Yeah. It'll do you yeah. well in the future. Fuck everything else. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend so much money on le- needless things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was, yeah, that was basically the point of mine. Yeah, I like that, because I feel like I've bought way too many handbags. Like, I didn't need any of those. I just, I don't even (laughs) have a black one. I don't have a plain black one. I have all these other ones, and all I really need is one black one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's question number two of random questions of the day. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Oh, jeez. 
Oh, geez. Okay, so here's the next question. <laughs> what was your favorite book as a child? And oh my God. why was it your favorite? You okay. Wanna, you want to go first or I go first? You go first. No, I want to go, go first. Okay, you go first. Oh, no, you want to go first? No, 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 go first. All right, okay, so I, I would say, like, the generic, like, Harry Potter, but honestly, like, that wasn't my favorite book growing up. I love Harry Potter, don't get me wrong, but, like, my favorite book growing up was um, Red Raptor. I don't even know who it's by. Who's, I need to look Red, that up. Red Raptor, what? Oh, no, sorry, Raptor Red. Raptor Red? Yeah, I read it on a cross-country trip with my parents. We were, like, camping across the states, and it was the only book that I brought with me for some reason. Okay, it's by Robert T. Banks? Baker. Oh, Baker. I thought that was a D. <laughs> Picture's really small. Eyes are yeah. kind of sucking right now. And, um... So, it's basically about, like, I think it was a T-Rex or something. Uh, oh, oh, no. It's a fucking raptor. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so this book I used to read was Raptor Red. And I'm pretty sure it was about a T-Rex. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, that was fucking great. <laughs> oh, dude. Have you seen what this guy looks like? No. This was made in 95. Dude, yeah, this guy yeah. looks like a fucking hobo. I'm so I'm I'm kind of kidding, but I'm not. Let me read the synopsis. Okay, so Raptor Red features many of Baker's theories regarding dinosaurs' social habits, intelligence, and the world in which they lived. The book follows a year in Raptor Red's life as she loses her mate, finds her family, and struggles to survive in a hostile environment. It was such a good fucking book because it was like it. He made the raptor like so um like personable like it was like you felt so bad for her like i think at one point like she like one of her kids got eaten or something and it was like the most traumatizing part of the book i was like jesus christ and i don't know it was just such a good book to read especially like while camping <laughs> mm. And so, like, every time I think about, like, one of my favorite books, I have to go back to that one. Like, it, was, it was just so good. And it it made me want to read, like, Jurassic Park and stuff. Because at that point, like, Ooh. I didn't... That was that was my first dinosaur book I ever read. So, like, after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta read Jurassic Park. And I gotta read this. And I gotta read that. It, like, opened a little world for me. <laughs> Did you ever get around to reading Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah, that was my shit. Okay, it was yeah. so good. I never read it, I'll admit it, but I did hear the audio on it, the oh audiobook. And, dude, it is, it's much better than the movie. The movie's good. It's always good to go back, and it was like a groundbreaker movie when it came out. But yeah. the book is, uh, I think like anything, dude, the books are always better. But for ma many reasons on this case, because uh, no offense to Jeff Goldblum, because he's a, he's a great actor a great actor i'm a fan of his uh, acting and movies and stuff like the fly but his character is like a little different in the book mm -hmm. like uh, still the same but different and i like how they they touch base on his character in the book the most out of anything else in there i mean of course the actions and the 
the dinosaur scenes and all of that stuff was pretty cool to imagine while you're reading it, or in my case, hearing it, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was good, really good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, those are some of my favorite books, when, like, the author is able to, like, pull you in and, like, you can like imagine the entire world that they're writing about like uh when you get the visuals you're like man this this is the shit (laughs) oh yeah uh in my case though like i i would read a lot of comic books you know and and of course they had images already visuals for you but to me that was the other half of like getting into comic books one half is the reading and the story the other half is the art yeah right and like there is still some imagination of your own, you know, before you flip the page. You're already creating an image on, like, oh, right. shit, what's about to happen in the next page? And then you flip it, and then, poof, it's giving you the image. Yeah. You know, but regardless, it's it's something that I really enjoyed. Like, So what was your favorite book slash comic book then? Well, I have two. I, I do have a favorite book. From my childhood, because that was the specific question. Oh, okay. Right? And for me, my favorite, um, what was it? Childhood. Damn, where did that question go? How did it go? Oh, (laughs) what was your favorite book as a child? Why was it your favorite? So mine was The Giving Tree. Yeah, that's such a good book. And it's so cute. I just liked it as a kid, you know, like it had a good moral story, you know, because yeah. a lot of people are entitled, you know, like growing up, whether you want to be or not, you know, you think the world owes you a lot just for like existing, you know what I mean? So, but it's part of everybody's job, task in life to kind of overcome that, you know, and, and view others the way you want to be viewed, you know, or treat others the way you want to be treated, right? And I also strongly believe, maybe it's because this being my favorite book or whatnot, or just experiences in life, because I've had moments in my life that have told me this, you know, like the more you give, the more you receive. Yeah. You know, because if you live with a selfish mentality, you're not going to be receiving much in life. Yeah, like the saying goes, like, what you put out is what you get back exactly yeah somewhere around those lines i think i said it wrong but you get you get them yeah you basically (laughs) receive what you put out kind of thing yeah you know if you put out negative into the world what are you going to receive fucking negative nobody's going to want to hang out with you nobody's going to want to talk to you nobody's going to want to have anything to do with you but if you put out positivity you know people are going to want to accept you people are going to want to be around you I think that's my problem recently with, like, red lights. I keep saying, oh, I always get stuck behind red lights. And, like, I really fucking do. But maybe I should start saying, like, oh, I'm going to catch that green light. <laughs> oh, I love these red lights. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my red light pal. I love sitting here <laughs> My with old you. friend. We meet again. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I really like that book, dude, because it really does show kids at a young age, like, what it is to give versus receive, you know, the importance of giving. Because that tree really gave everything he had to give, even to, like, the kid was an old man, and he was like, hey, shit, I ain't got shit, but look, you can sit on my stump. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ, you still got nothing. 
but a fucking stump and you're offering that and it was something to offer he just sat there because the old man was an old man all he had to do was contemplate about his life shit you know and it was i don't know it was good it was really good dude and that was made by shell silverstein or silverstein shell silverstein yes i love him did you ever read um where the sidewalk ends it's like his little... Um, I've seen that, but I don't know if I've ever actually like read that. They're just like little poems that he wrote. There's Hold on, let me pull it out. There's this one poem that I used to read all the time. It's like the shortest little thing in the world. And it's called like the Eye of Coogly Pie or something. Oh, I found it. Oh, it's called the Deadly Eye. It's the deadly eye of Coogly Pie. Look away, look away as you walk by. Because whoever looks right at it surely will die. It's a good thing you didn't. You did? Goodbye. Like Jesus. <laughs> that was my favorite poem. Like, imagine like a little six-year-old reading that. Like. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was very dark. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. Uh, okay, so the other half of your question was comic book or whatnot. I don't, yeah. dude, that's hard. I don't know if I can say what is my favorite comic book because I've read plenty. I'm yeah, trying I feel to like think of one because there have been a few that left an, a big impact where I was just like, whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. Like discovering Jason Todd was Red Hood. Hmm. Or discovering fucking... I can never remember his name, but... Um, Hush's character, who was like Bruce Wayne's best friend growing up. When you discover oh, yeah. that, you're like... Wait, what? Or the Court of Owls, dude, with the Talons, and how they were connected to the Graysons. Wait, they were connected to the Graysons? Yeah, spoiler alert. Or one of them was... I think it was the Talon. Was actually like... A relative of... Uh, Dick Grayson. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, I would double check that, but I feel like that's correct. Oh, man. I just got an email. Dude, my apartment building, they always shut off the water. Yeah. They're like, hey! By the way, I know we shut off the water two days ago, but uh, <laughs> you're going to need to fill up your uh, bathtub again. It's like... It's like at least once a month, sometimes twice. Dude, it feels like more than once a month. You're you're like and always telling me on a weekly basis, almost. I feel like, <laughs> damn, they're turning off my water again. <laughs> um, I don't even. Oh, just put Court of Owls, uh, or. Here, let me see. I didn't fucking look it up, too. Mm. Oh, okay. So this is during the Court of Owls storyline, it was shown that Nightwing, Dick Grayson, was supposed to be a Talon. Um... Nightwing was destined to become a talent for the Court of Owls, Gotham's secret... Listen. Uh, William Cobb is Dick Grayson's great-grandfather and a talent of the Court of Owls. 
The court is a shadowy organization that has worked behind the scenes in Gotham. Cobb is immortal and has an, advan an advanced healing factor. Cobb wanted to recruit Grayson into the Talons or he would kill him. Wow. It says Haley's Circus, the original home of Grayson, was a selection ground for future Talons. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of how the New 52, because this, this was going on during the New 52 arc, that Dick Grayson's um, bird on his outfit was not blue anymore, it was red. And it was, I like the design of it, what they did, but as far as that color, I, it took me a while to get used to it. And people complained so much that they brought back the blue. Why? Because Robin doesn't have blue in it. Robin has red, yellow green oh i see that makes sense so it seemed like they were trying to make him more red than blue because if you look at the other robins like red hood red robin even damian wayne just as a robin he had red in a, on it and i think robins are robins red the bird Yeah, yeah, they're red. They're like, they've got like red heads. Well, okay. they're kind of orangey. Okay. I mean, his name was fucking Nightwing, so I don't know why it would have to be red. <laughs> or blue. Could be black, Nightwing. But again, blue oh was a shade of, like, the nighttime. Because <clears throat> Batman's, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? Because Batman, <laughs> his original color was blue and not black. It was like green blue. Which is why Adam West was blue. Listen to this. Robins are known for their running and stopping behavior. It's one of their main characteristics. Although the comic book superhero Robin Robin was inspired by an illustration of Robin Hood, a later version had his mother nicknaming him Robin because he was born on the first day of spring. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did you? Who, who was named Robin by their mother? Robin, like from fucking the comic books. I thought Batman gave him the name. I don't know. It's just... Okay, anyway, moving on. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> What's that last question? Alright, the last question is if. Your dildo or pocket pussy went missing. What would you do? And who would you confront? And would you confront them? <laughs> I, dude, I just made that off the top of my head. That's obviously not on here. No, I just knew I'd get a good laugh out of you. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. Well, there's a few. Let's see. I think I had one. Um, what is your favorite movie as a... No. Nah, I don't think I have a favorite movie as a child. I had favorite movies. My favorite movie as a child was 
that one movie, the oh, Thumbelina was a really like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's not the question, so you don't have to feel obligated to answer it. All right, fine, forget it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, go ahead, but just don't no, feel obligated. Forget it. You don't get to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know now. Thumbelina <laughs> is her favorite childhood movie. Uh, damn, this isn't even a question. <laughs> it says, discuss your first impressions of each other and whether it was accurate. <laughs> pretty sure your first impression of me was wow she's a bitch a batch <laughs> yeah god jeez her attitude i guess i'll, I'll just keep talking to her just you to annoy the fuck guard. out of her that's the thing a what you caught me off guard oh like, i think she said i called you a something like a tard i was like wait what i don't remember that i do not remember that no okay well hold on um Ah, oh, these questions. What is your favorite item of clothing? Who asks that? Oh, <clears throat> uh, this seems like it could get interesting. What values are important in your life? Were they imparted to you by your parents? If not, from where did they come? All right, you go first. I answered the, oh, the man, I first. wanted to hear yours first. All right. <laughs> what values are important in my life? Um, okay, I had them written down. Oh, you had them written down? You're cheating. But I don't have them written down with me right now. Oh, okay. Because I think I got rid of, like, a lot of stuff off my desk. and I bet you it's probably coming. so dusty that's how long it's been sitting here <laughs> oh jeez oh jeez yeah no i think i probably fucking got rid of it bear with me people bear with me i'm trying to think of like my answer because i don't know hear me like fucking like, flickering through paper and shit <laughs> i feel like my my values came from my parents but like the opposite way of how you might think like my parents acted a certain way so i'm not gonna act that way like does that make sense yeah i can relate to that a lot um, yeah like mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna lie because you know i had a family member who was like a compulsive liar and uh narcissist like <laughs> yeah yeah damn dude what the fuck was it give me a second let me see if i wrote it down on my notes on my phone 
because it's something that like I wanted to find in a person, you know. Oh. And that's why I'm like, uh, those are important values. You wanted to find them in a person? What if I don't have those values? What does that have to do with you, okay? Relax. Relax. <laughs> um, values, like confidence, right? That would be a value. Hmm. Right? I think that would be like a characteristic, like a characteristic of a person. <sighs> Ooh, that. Then what would you consider as a value? Um, Honesty? Honesty? Okay, so like some common values would be like compassion, loyalty, honesty, kindness, integrity, selflessness. Um, trustworthiness oh I guess courage is one alright fine I said confidence not courage oh confidence sorry determination generosity empathy I guess okay awareness yeah because yeah. uh, I've been told I have a lot of awareness and that's why like I clash with people because apparently not a lot of people have awareness. <laughs> so it says yeah. here, awareness is one of the best core values that you can adapt, adopt, sorry. Uh, awareness means paying attention to yourself, to others, to the world around you, to emotions, to situations. It means being able to see everyone and everything clearly. Most importantly, yourself. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to continue since you said for me to answer first. Good. Okay. Um, damn, it's funny that these three are together. But balance is another one for me. Uh, there are going to be times. This is what it says under balance here. There are going to be times when you need to sprint in life. And other times when you are going to need to slow down. The yin and the yang. Balance is one of the most important core values in many ancient cultures. Wow. Because it is reflects uh, because it reflects nature for what it truly is. Perfectly balanced and able to bend rather than break. For me, I wanna say awareness i'm gonna go back instead of just reading but why i chose awareness i had chose awareness that's not something that i was given to me by parents that was a question right mm -hmm. and i felt that i had built that because of the lack of awareness right like it's just uh i'm not going to get too deep into it but that was something that was not passed that was something that i had to bring up on my own because I had built a lot of awareness and I had I was very observant. And because of being observant, I felt triggered and it, it brought that awareness to me. 
you know, because I would observe and then realize and there was a lot of hurt, and a lot of pain, but it made me more aware more than anything that this is what happens, this is what's going to go on, this is what's going to be in my life. You know, whether I like it or not, you got to do this and you got to do that. So it made me very aware of things, of people and my surrounding and the things around me. And I find that it's very helpful when you're aware of yourself, how you are, how you act, what you do, what you like, what you love, what you hate, because that'll only make you a stronger person in the end. And it'll, it'll help you get jobs, it'll help you build friendships, it'll help you find relationships, sustain relationships, you know, whether it's a, you know, an intimate relationship or just a friendship, you know, or making things better between you and your parent as that relationship, son and father, father and son, mother and son, mother and daughter, father and daughter, whatever, you know, or even with uncles, aunts, whatnot, because you're very aware I don't know if I went too deep into that or if I kind of like no. went away from what that really meant. But anyway, moving on. That was why I chose awareness. I find that that's very like a big thing in my life, a value in my life. So that's one. Another one is balance. Why I choose balance is because that's correct right there. How it said here that times uh, there are going to be times when you need to sprint in life and other times when you are going to need to slow down. Uh, one example I want to use is when I was doing music in bands. Um, anybody who's been out there in music and had played shows can probably relate to this. When it's time for that day of a show, right? Whether you're touring, whether you're not, whether you're um, just doing a show for the for the month because it's your only show booked that month, whatever the case, you're going to want to hustle. Right, and you're gonna hustle. The uh, adrenaline's gonna spike. Maybe anxiousness, anxiety, all of that. Right, and then once it's all done and over with, it's gonna be time for you. Not be time, but there's gonna be a time where you're by yourself, and you're gonna need to slow down. And it's how you deal with that noise and that static to allow you to sort like slow down. Because for me, I struggled with that for a while. I would like come out of the show and everything. And the next, you know, I'm back at my place all, you know, by myself. And it's fucking quiet as shit. And it's kind of odd. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. But I had to learn to like slow the fuck down because I was yeah. just pacing all day. You know, uh, some people may relate, though, too, with their jobs because there's some jobs out there that are stressful. Like I felt like that actually helped me with kind of what I do today, right? Um, doing retail, working on a receiving end, you're unloading trucks and shit like that. You're on a forklift, you're moving out of the way, try not to get ran over, but put all the boxes in the freight where they belong, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then you're running out the freight to the floor trying to get this shit done by a reasonable time because it's power hour and they don't want shit anywhere. They don't want freight on the floor, this and that, blah, 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 you know? And then... <laughs> By the time at the end of the day comes or when the time comes at the end of the day, you kind of want to slow down if you're not already drained. So I feel like it's very important to have balance, to know when to push and hustle and when to slow down and calm the fuck down. Because <laughs> there's yeah. some people that just like don't know that middle ground and they're just all one or all the other. Yeah. All chilling 
we're all fucking noise and static and wired wired yeah yeah exactly because i i used to be a lot of one and a lot of the other which is kind of not a quality you see in one person they're usually just all one or just all the other you know i have a brother who's all one he's very loud and ecstatic and fucking energetic of course he sleeps and he's quiet when he sleeps he's not still talking oof but he just can't read a room and be like oh we're using our indoor voices you know what i'm saying (laughs) so yeah i feel like i used to be like that mm -hmm. sometimes i still get like that (laughs) okay i felt like i dragged that one out a little bit there's so many more I can I can point out here, like calmness. I like calmness a lot as a value, um, as well as being a sublime state of mind. Many people forget that calm is a simple decision to make. You can be calm in any situation should you allow yourself to be. No amount of angry No amount of angry drivers, long um, cues or frustrating technology can penetrate you when you would when you adopt calmness as a core value value so you know me you know i get a little bit rambunctious like if we play games together video games and shit you're like oh you're competitive i'm like no i like to fucking win you know? <laughs> when i win you're so angry and hey when you win... <laughs> don't be putting me on blast man what are you doing <laughs> No, it's just, it's a weird thing that I have, dude. Like, it really is. If nobody's around, like, uh, for the most part, I'm, like, chill when I lose, you know? I'll get a little frustrated, but I'm like, "Eh, time to try to try again. Time to try again. You know, gotta try again. But when somebody's around, I, like, flip out, and I I really don't know what that's about. (laughs) I really, it's like I'm embarrassing myself in front of somebody, so I start lashing out. (laughs) Like, ah, fuck, I'm losing! I'm not a loser. You're a loser. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> but no, for real, calmness, though, is a value that I like to uh, point out there because as much as it probably doesn't seem like it when times like that happen, um, when nobody's around, calmness is a big key in my life to not like overtake, have my anger overtake myself because there's a lot of anger in, in my life. Yeah. But here's the last yeah, one. I'll like- Go ahead. My bad. Like, you're always having to remind me, like, not to fucking rage while I'm driving. Like, the other day, we were driving down the street, and you were like, why are you rushing? And I was like, why am I rushing? Like, there's <laughs> we, no reason for me to be rushing right now. Yeah, like, we didn't have any reason to be rushing. And I was just like, get out of my way! <laughs> like, yo, chill. And I was fucking like, chill. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> So, I know I said one, but I'm just going to go through two. I won't get in deep with them because I want to hear yours. Um, The next one is creativity, as you know why. Um, With technology taking most of the... Taking most of the... Oh, Jesus Christ. Administrative jobs, creative people are going to be leading us into the future. Uh, Someone who cherishes creativity is able to think up new and big ideas, see things that other people can't and... Wait. See things that other people can't and see the world around them through their own lens, not somebody else's. 
as you know yeah. creativity has been a big talk in my life <laughs> which is yeah, why too. we're I doing what we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's why like we one of the reasons why we like click yeah because like we're both creative we can like bounce ideas off yeah. of each other and stuff mm-hmm. and i think it's cool that i don't get judged for my stupid creative ideas <laughs> no to me there's no it may not work but it doesn't make it a stupid idea you know what I mean? And you never know when that stupid idea is going to come out of the B, B pocket, like as they say in uh, music terms. Put that in the B mm. pocket or the B side. Because just like musicians, they write a bunch of songs, but not all of them make the cut. It doesn't make it a stupid song. It's just, you know, eh, it doesn't fit. But then later on, they release it and it becomes bigger than the whole album was, that one track. You know what I mean? So, true. so to me it's not a stupid idea it's just something that's not working at the moment mm, and that's the thing yeah. with creativity but okay moving forward i could say a lot about that but that's just what i want to say about it for now and then discipline discipline will lead you to the life that you want should you adopt oh, i said that word really weird should you ad, ad, <laughs> i can't even say it. it's not an a it's an o how do you spell it? A D O P T. I've said it throughout this whole thing. Oh yeah, adopt. Yeah, that's why I feel like it just sounds weird when I say it now. I've said it too many times. Should you adopt <laughs> it as a core value? Uh, discipline will lead you to the life that you want. Should you adopt it as a core value? Jesus, it sounds so weird. Uh, discipline <laughs> equals freedom. Is a term popular popularized by. Ex Navy SEAL Jocko Willink, Willink, and Jesus, and when it, I gotta pause here, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for the way I'm reading right now. <laughs> and what it means is that it, that if you can be disciplined in the right things, you will be free in the right things too. And for me, discipline is everything. Uh, going back to music, it took a lot of discipline to learn how to play guitar, to learn how to play a little bit of bass, to learn how to play some drums, to learn how to do some vocal works, to learn how to do recording, to be a sound engineer for myself, to be, a, you know, to mix and master and all of that. Yeah, I feel the same way, like, with my art. Like, I took art class in high school, but that doesn't really teach you much of anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, my art, like, painting, drawing, fucking, when I was learning how to do resin, photography, like, all of that took a lot of discipline. Tattooing, like, it's... It can get really frustrating and overwhelming, but, yeah, if if you've got some discipline then, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah. Dude, are we seriously at the two-hour mark right now? Two hours? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that can't be real, dude. I felt like we just looked at it, and it was a half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. I feel like Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> fucking mysterious universe over here. <laughs> Jeez, what if... I don't know. If you're still hanging on to this and finding this interesting, bra fucking oh. 
We'll send you a fruit basket. Just yeah, kidding. yeah. Well, Trinity will send you a fruit basket. You heard it yourselves, guys. <laughs> Trinity will send you no, a no, fruit no, basket. No, 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 so no, leave no, a no, comment. No. You know, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, <laughs> but tell us your favorite fruit, and Trinity will send you a fruit <laughs> basket. I think she also said some whipped cream to go with it because they pair together like butter and bread, peanut butter and jam, <laughs> popcorn and butter. <laughs> How many other pairings with butter can you come up with in five seconds? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> Why well, you got to put me on the spot? Uh, chicken and butter. Uh, carrots and butter. Uh, corn and butter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, it was. What did I say here? Awareness, balance, calmness, creativity, and discipline. So. Those are some values that I, okay, so those are some values that are important in my life, and I can say none of them were really, this is going to sound fucked up, but I can't, I can't really say they were imparted to me by um, my parents, maybe... If you have to think about it that hard, then... Okay, yeah, that's my answer. None. Okay, we'll move on. None of them. And it's probably mostly because they didn't have it, you know, and I wish that they had a little bit more of it if they did, or of it at all, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't make them bad people. It's just, it is what it is, and uh, apparently it makes me a better person. And yeah, if not... Okay. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say I agree, because that's where my values come from, too. So if... Yeah. Okay, and we're about to listen to them too. But um, <clears throat> if not from, where did they come from? Uh, myself. Yeah. Yeah, because I had to learn on my own a majority of shit that I do. So if yeah. you're anything like me, go ahead and tap yourself on the back because that's the only fucking reward you're going to get is that tap on your back. Ain't nobody going to give you a million dollars. Ain't nobody going to give you a goddamn penny. Ain't nobody going to give you a smoochy smooch. All right. No smoochy smooches. No, no smoochy smooches. But All I can right. I can guarantee that it making you a better person is a better reward than anything else. Yeah. Better no, than a million dollars, because a million dollars isn't what makes a person a good person. So, with all that said and done, we're gonna hear Trinity's values that are important yeah. in her life and why they imparted onto her by. <laughs> Oh, not why, but were they imparted to her by her parents? And if not, from where did they come? From the sky? From the ground? From down yonder? We will never know. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. I'm just kidding. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hear it now. Go ahead. <laughs> Put Girl, I'm and while you do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a cookie. So just wait like five seconds <laughs> before you start. Okay, never mind. You can go. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Okay. I forgot um, I could hear you without the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm loud. <laughs> well, um, to be fair, you're also on speaker. Oh, well, there and you you're go. really fucking loud. Yeah, I am. All right. Um, kicking my feet up, and I want to hear. Tell me. <laughs> okay, so 
I would say, like, I'm, I'm going to try and say, like, values that weren't yours, although, like, some of my values were yours. So I'm just going to say different ones. I wrote, I wrote some of them down. I oh, would cool. say commitment is one of my biggest values because I, I don't know, I feel like you, you can't get anything done unless you commit to it, or you can't have a good, solid, solid relationship unless you're actually committed, right? Like, nothing is going to work out for you unless you're committed to doing that thing. Right. Like, right, and I want to make it clear. I don't know if you can hear me, but not just, like, intimate relationship, right? Yeah, no, I just meant, like, relationships in general. Like, any kind of relationship. Yeah. Okay. Even with a dog, like, you have to have commitment. And speaking of that, my next one would be consistency. Um, I would say, like, I... I've always kind of struggled with consistency, but it has been, like, one of the things that I've always tried, like, doing better, if that makes sense. Like, consistency within my art forms, consistency within, like, my, uh, just, like, my work, um, my life in general, like, just, like, commitment, how are you supposed to get anything done in life if you're not consistent with it, if you don't work for it every day, like, I don't think you can do anything without that. Yeah, Um, you're right. Man, I agree with them. Yeah. I would say, okay, so I wrote down four. I'm going to say four just because I'm kind of making them a little bit quick. The third one is open-mindedness, and I think that's really big for me because I, I hate people that, like, constantly, like, push your ideas aside or like are always thinking they're in the right or like that their opinion is better than yours like just for instance like if you're talking to somebody about politics like there's no reason for you to get upset like you should have an open mind and you should be able to listen to their side and what they think and not be fucking pissed off about it you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. People, I, I feel like especially nowadays, people just get so crazy with that kind of thing. It's, I think open-mindedness is a really good value to have. <laughs> um, and then I would say the last one, this is my fourth one, is loyalty. Um, growing up, there was not a lot of loyalty within my household. And it really showed me that that was something that I wanted to have in my life because I saw what could happen without it. And um, it was hurtful. And it uh, it wasn't good. It was toxic. And I don't think that's something that should be... consistency one but it's more of like the opposite like they didn't have that and so I was 
like, growing up as a kid, it was like, well, why do I see all my other friends' parents having these values, and then when I come home, it's, like, a wreck. Like, (laughs) why don't my parents have the same values as other people's? And it really showed me that, like, I I should adopt those values if I want to have a good life, right? And open-mindedness, I would say that my aunt and uncle really showed me that one just because they were so accepting all the time and they, like, helped me open my mind to, like, other possibilities in the world, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. they never shot down my ideas, they always, like, encouraged me to do certain things, like, they're really cool with that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was listening. But no, like, uh, same reason as myself, right? Yeah. Um, I do agree with all of those, though. I really do. Yeah, you better. I feel like those are other ones that I can choose, too. But just so we, you know, can move on to you, I was like, uh, let me not pick anymore. <laughs> but no, I can definitely, like, vouch for those myself. Yeah. Good. So, okay, I guess you answered those last two, like, imparted by your parents, and if not, from where then? So, yeah, go ahead and repeat those again, just the ones you chose. Um, so I chose commitment, consistency, loyalty, and open-mindedness. Those were mine. Very good. Very good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about those? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm going to choose one more then. Okay. But I think this one... This one, okay, let's let's take it out of the question, right? What's important values in my life, right? Let's just say in general, what should be important values into a person's life? In case anybody out there needs to hear this, right? I want to say happiness. Mm. Happiness and health and humility. I'll just leave it there because I can go on about almost every one of these things because it seems like everyone is a, is a is a value. You know what I mean? And there can't be a limit to values. So I want to say happiness, health, and humility. And why? Happiness is a power core value and is not just restricted to your own happiness, but also friends and family. When happiness guides your decision your decision-making, rather than superficial things like money and status, you will find yourself... <clears throat> a little bit of Rick comedy there for you. You will find yourself <laughs> in a much more satisfying position than if you chase other people's idea of happiness. I so, like that. Yeah, learn what it is that you know to be happy in your life. And you will end up in a more fulfilling, happier 
life. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, when you satisfy your own needs and when you're able to make yourself happy, then you can turn around and like give that to other people as well. So mm-hmm. I, I always say like, this is specifically for like relationships, like you have to be able to know your love language. You need to be able to know like what makes you happy yeah. so that you can satisfy those needs. And then, you know, because you can't, you can't give love if you're not giving love to yourself. Like, right. You can't make somebody sense. truly happy if you can't make yourself happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that. Um, and here's another one. Are you done with that one? Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. Health. Uh, they say that a healthy man has... Let's just say this. Uh, I think it's a little old, so we're going to catch it up to date. They say that a healthy man slash woman has a lot of dreams and wishes, whereas a sick man slash woman only has one to be able to get out of bed. Hmm. Health is a... Health is the predecessor... Or, sorry. Health is a... Health is the precursor to every other core value on this list. If you don't have your health, you can't do much else until you do. Because of this, health has to be a core value in your life. And this is why I'm bringing it up. Because as it says right here, if you don't have your health, you can't do much else until you do. Oh, yeah. Okay, like health is a very important thing, a a value in one's life. Sounds like you agree. You want to elaborate um well i do agree i know that's like a really important thing for you too but like for me personally like as they say like the body is the temple if you're feeding yourself fucking mcdonald's every day if you're you know doing hardcore drugs like you slip into like a bad headspace your body starts to fail on you like it's all bad but when you exercise yourself, when you exercise your brain, when you eat well, it doesn't have to be fantastic, but when you eat well, you know, when you touch base with all the healthy things that you should be doing, I feel like it just gives you, like, a better energy about yourself. Yeah. You're able to exert your energy in a better way. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, with all that said, we're going to move on to the next one, which I had said, humility, okay, is the antidote to arrogance and selfishness and is a value to adopt if you if you want to keep your feet firmly on the ground and is a value to adopt if you want to keep your feet firmly on the ground. Jeez, I felt like I had to repeat that again. It is said that you are never as good as... Or as bad as people say you are. Humility recognizes this. And keeps you moving towards your goal. No matter what anyone else says. I like that one. You want to say anything on that one? No. I don't. (laughs) I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. And I'll read it one more time. 
Humility is the antidote to arrogance and selfishness and is a value to adopt if you want to keep your feet firmly on the ground. It is said that you are never as good or as bad as people say you are. Humility recognizes this and keeps you moving towards your goal, no matter what anyone else says. So what I'm going to say with this is, that's exactly what I was trying to avoid. Did you hear that? What? Okay, good. No, my computer just sent me a ding from one of the messages. That was pretty loud in my ears. Anyways, what I want to say with this is, do not listen to what people say about you. Nobody knows yourself better than your own self. If you got plans, you got goals, you got things you want to meet and get done, get that shit done and fuck everyone else. Because nobody knows you like you. And nobody can see the plans that you're creating in your head but yourself. So don't let anybody tell you who you are. Just keep moving forward and do that hustle. Because life is a grind. Now, with all that said, unless you have anything else to say, Trinity, we're going to end right here. I mean, I could ask you one more question. She wants to ask me one more question, everybody. Should I want to ask you it? It's just a silly one. Oh, my goodness. I hope it's not a personal one. No, it's not. And I hope it's not a personal one between you and I. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> People okay, are like, so ooh, I want to know now. <laughs> if you could have coffee with any historical figure, who would you choose? It's like really... Who would you choose? Damn. 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 <laughs> wow, you really had to ask me that, huh? Yeah, it's kind of racking your brain there. A little bit. Damn. Historical, huh? Does it have to be like a real historian or a historian, historical figure? Um, for the sake of the question, I think it could be like anybody historically, but preferably have them dead. Um, wouldn't they already be history? Everyone I was thinking of were pretty much dead. Oh, okay, cool. Because, like, you could be, like, Barack Obama. He's a historical figure, but he's not dead. So, like... Uh, yeah, I guess. Not that you would want to have coffee with him, I'm just saying. No, no. Damn, who... This, uh... Okay, I'll go first. So, you asked me this question so I can ask you this question. That's what this is really about. You're thinking about your answer. (laughs) But I didn't know you wanted to be asked this question, too. <laughs> I mean, I just have an answer on the top of my head. Okay, yeah, let's hear it because I can't think of one right now. Okay, I would choose Justice Ruth Badger Ginsburg. She was a fantastic woman. That sounds a little a... too specific. Now I know you asked me this just so I can ask you that. 
What do you mean? That's not specific. Came, when I read the question online, it, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, oh yeah, RBG, she slays. Alright, fair enough, continue. <laughs> okay, so... Ginsburg became the court's second female justice, as well as the first Jewish female justice, which is kind of cool. And as a judge, Ginsburg was considered part of the Supreme Court's moderate liberal block, presenting a strong voice in favor of gender equality, the right of workers, and the separation of church and state. She was pretty badass. She did a lot of awesome things. Um, and, like, to be able to sit down and listen to what she had to say, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Hmm. That's cool. I still don't know who she is. Other than a historical figure. Um, let me see what she's most... But let me see. No. Her most famous. Are you still thinking about your answer? Yes, I am. Good. Okay, she modeled her approach after that of Thurgood Marshall, which was the first black dude in the Supreme Court, by the way, um, on race discrimination, plan planning for a series of cases at the Supreme Court, each precedent paving the way for the next that would further expand rights and protections. In 1993, she joined the court as an associate justice and over the decades became a cu cultural icon beloved for her vision and passion in defending the rights of women. Mm. She attended Harvard Law School, where women were barred from living in the dorms and from using cer certain campus facilities. Which is crazy. Damn. At her first, um, she later accepted a position teaching civil procedure at Rutherford's Law School, where her employers informed her that she would be paid less than her male colleagues because she had a husband who earned a good income. That would not pass today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when was this? That would... <laughs> um... Oh, jeez. So many figures. Yeah. Uh, I, oh my God, you got me on this one. <laughs> Damn, you really do have me on this one. Good. I'm glad I have you like thinking. It's funny because like I used to be like really into like 
historical figures and shit. But yeah. I'm like, I've, I've put that behind me so far that I'm like, who do I want to have fucking coffee with? <laughs> it's like I knew a whole bunch that would be interesting to want to meet or know more about and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Wow. Okay, I'm just going to say this one because it's the only one staring right at me. And they made a show about her on Hulu. Uh, they're like two seasons in. And I guess the reason why I was watching is because I found it interesting. Uh, Catherine the Great. Ooh, that's kind of a good one. It says here, in case anybody's wondering, the Empress of Russia for almost 35 years, Catherine the Great was the country's longest ruling female leader. An ambitious ruler, she rapidly expanded the Russian Empire and is credited with modernizing the country along Western Europe lines. She supported the ideals of the Enlightenment and the period of her rule. Um... The ca- the Catherineian Catherineian era, that's a weird word, is considered yeah. the golden age of Russia. Wow. She looks very less sexy in this picture than what she looks like on the show. Just yeah, a little I'm forewarning, sorry. everybody. <laughs> I didn't p- I didn't pick her based off her looks. Birthplace. Poland, huh? Well, she was German or something, right? Uh, I don't know. That's what they made it seem like on the show, that she was a German. That's why a lot of Russians didn't want to respect her at first. Oh, that makes sense. How could she possibly know what's good for Russian, like, culture and Russia? Yeah. But uh, kind of odd. I, with everything going on, I didn't. I did not. That's just coincidence, everybody. Because <laughs> she was basically the last type of historian that I was like watching on a show or whatnot, historian uh. figure. And I'm like, I guess if I have to pick one, because you're making me. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah. So. Oh. Well. I wouldn't want to sit and have coffee with him. <laughs> uh, Genghis Khan. Oh my god. He'd flip the table and throw the coffee in your face. You never know. I mean, he had conversations with Marco Polo. Maybe he'll find me interesting too. He's like, hey, it's a Marco. It's another Marco. Know. Hey. I don't know why he has an Italian accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jinx. There's a guy named Ahsoka. Or is what? it Ashoka? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're gonna leave it there though, okay? So, who did you pick again? Uh, Ruth. Uh, we'll just call her RBG. Okay, when was she um, born and did her thing? Reindeer oh. Hill? Let's see. I don't know exactly when she was born. Let me see. 
I know she passed away last time. Oh, wow, it's already been two years. That's fucked up. Okay, she was born. <gasps> Tomorrow's her birthday. She was born March 15th, 1933 in New York. New York, New York. And she died September 18th, 2020 in Washington, D.C. Wait, when was her birth date? March 15th, 1933. Oh, 1933. Sorry, I'm still looking around here. Damn, 1930. You pick a really modern one, and I went back to like 1700, and then Khan was like 1158 AD. <laughs> so funny. He doesn't even have a fucking. That's his birth date, 1158 AD. Yeah, you really chose. You're like, I would like to speak to Jesus. Yeah, like I saw their sun signs, like she, like Catherine the Great is a Taurus. And I'm like, oh, let's see what Genghis Khan is. Oh, there is none. He was born in 1158. <laughs> 1158 AD. Wow. Oh my gosh. So that means Ruth is also a Pisces like me. Wow, we're twins. Mm. Dude, she was born a day before me. That's insane. Hmm. Got a lot of similarities there. Okay. So, let's see. Where did where do we have it at? This is running Dang, we're like eight eight minutes shy of three hours. We're almost busting a Joe Rogan here. Well, I can a I can ask you another question if you want. If I would, you want be, to I would be surprised if anybody listened to all three hours of this. <laughs> I would also be kind of surprised, but I mean, I don't know. We're we're kind of interesting, in my opinion. Wow! Listen to this one, everybody. <laughs> hey, shh! Shut the fuck up in the back. Hey, listen to this one, huh? <laughs> Listen to this. This is like one person. One person. <laughs> <laughs> this girl says she thinks we're interesting. <laughs> You're funny, though. I like the confidence. Thanks. Gotta have that. Mm -hmm. So there you have it, everybody. A podcast from two nobodies. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. Very... Two very interesting nobodies. <laughs> but hey. I think it was a first good run. Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah. Why Let not? Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Yes. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'll be making sure that I don't read them. So feel yeah. free. Speak open-minded, please. I'll be brave. I'll read them. <laughs> yeah, I, I already know you will. <laughs> But um, if this is going to be on my channel, I guess it's the Anything and Everything show. So, with that all said, thank you for joining. Thank you for stopping by. Don't forget to subscribe and like. Don't forget to um, tap, 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 tap the smash button. Okay? <laughs> but uh, until next time, maybe three months from now. I don't know. Three months from now? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. We'll, we'll see what the requests say, if there's any at all. Okay. <laughs> But until next time, this has been yours one and only Okram Nabak and also Trinity, co-host and special Yay. guest. That's me. Yeah. And Mocha was in the background just in case you were wondering.
Bud yeah, and Taylor? She she's been napping for like an hour. Oh. <laughs> well, we're going to sign off, everybody. It's been a lovely time sitting here chatting it up. Mm-hmm. Yakking it up. Yep. yep, 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 yep. And give Trinity a big round of applause for her first cut unedited. It didn't even sound nervous at all, even though she's kept saying she was going to be nervous. I have been nervous this entire time. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what a natural. All right, everyone. <laughs> have a good week. It's, as far as right now, I think it's a Monday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a if Monday, you're going to so. publish it today, then I suppose have a nice week. Well, either way, okay? Just know it was a Monday when we recorded this, and we're saying <laughs> have a nice week. Have a fantastic, <laughs> fabulous ever. <laughs> week. <laughs> well, shit, man. I mean, maybe we were meant for this, and we just can't stop fucking talking. I know. I have a big mouth, and I can never stop talking. So. Mm. Well, you already know me, because I pretty much give you no room to speak. Outside, of this, true, outside like... of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, force my way into the conversation that you're having all by yourself. And I'm still like, hey, you're cutting me off. And I'm like, shit, man. I'm not done speaking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everybody. And in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.